Cult, what is happening? It's Wednesday again, and we are here with our very special guest, the Squatcho Man himself, Mr. Jeremiah Byron from the Bigfoot Society. So everybody, uh, give him a big Hollow Cult welcome. Hello, Hollow Pals. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're stoked you're here, man. Like a, we are stoked you're we've here. We've been trying to plan it. It's been in the making. And uh, as everybody knows that listens, we are not good at being getting having ourselves together. So here it is. Hopefully we get some good uh, squatchy s calls oh. in this evening. I'm excited. I got my fingers crossed. Yeah, it's usually a, a grab bag, man. Yeah. Yeah, we've you never know what you're gonna get. That's a banger squash calls on in the past. It's a pretty, pretty rare. You really ones. have enough to make me be oh. like, wow, that's some really good squash calls. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to, uh, before we get in too thick, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, plug our stuff here. So, uh, first, 40 and Airwaves. I know you guys have all heard me talk about it over and over again, but that is October 6th, 7th, and 8th at the Inn in Ohio Northern University. It is a live podcast conference. It's uh, There's going to be panels, meet and greets, pancake breakfast, $50 for the weekend. Go to the link tree. You'll get all the information. That is us, Uncomfortable, Cryptids of the Corn, Appalachian Intelligence, The Bump Podcast, and Kill the Mockingbird Podcast. It's going to be going to be an awesome time. Meet and greet, whole whole nine. So be sure to check that out. I also want to take the time to shout out our uh, brother, Eric, from Uncomfortable. He has his Bigfoot and Brews 2 coming up. That is Saturday, September 9th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. So if you are in the, I'm probably not going to pronounce this right, but uh, the Duogiac, Michigan area, definitely check out Bigfoot and Brews. It's going to be an all-day event. Uh, there's going to be speakers on site. Uh, let me check here. I know Robert Kreider is going to be speaking and Stacy Brown. I know it was really successful last year, so if you're in the area, definitely go check it out and support our brother Eric from Uncomfortable. Hell yeah. Say so Jeremiah's already got respect from oh, Twiz. Dude, <laughs> Twiz, you know. Violent J, me, dude, we are buds, man. We, I'm his Bigfoot pal now. That's it's awesome. it's awesome. Uh, I can I can give you a little that behind awesome. the scenes of something that almost happened. Um, so he was trying. You almost well, joined ICP. I, no, I have joined ICP. No, I haven't. Um, <laughs> he uh, good. he was trying to find a, a Bigfoot first. festival to go to over the summer because he had a lot of free time, and uh, he almost went to Hawking Hills. He almost did, but he had to do SummerSlam in Detroit at the last minute. So he had to, he had to cut priorities. So. Right, that would have been awesome. I was I was watching little snippets of uh, the interview. He looked like he was having such a good time, bro. It was it was classic, classic. Yeah, it, it was. Oh man, there's so much that I had to like censor out of that because. I mean, you can tell where there's parts of the interview where he's like getting really amped and then he's like, and nothing. And you're like, okay, he totally just said that something in Jeremiah cut it out. Yeah, that, that totally happened. 
<laughs> that's kind of the route I thought that it was. I didn't want to get like demonetized on YouTube or something. <laughs> yeah, we feel yeah, that it happens. It does happen. It doesn't take much. It happens. So, um, what kind of weird stuff we got going on, Holocult? Hmm. It's a fresh week. Uh, thoughts going out to everybody caught in the big storms in Florida. That looks like it's not a really good time down that away. Um, goes to show I didn't even hear about it. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty bad. I heard all kinds of like conspiracy theories about them, like holding people in Florida, like. I heard one video where like 80% of the gas stations got bad gas. So people can't get out of that too. Yes. No, it's for real. Well, allegedly on TikTok. (laughs) Right. For real on TikTok. (laughs) But that's, that's crazy, but it's no different than the Maui or, or the Canadian stuff. Oh, the like blue paint stuff. Yeah, that and then just oh. the fires in general, and then the whole disaster. Like, I was listening today, and <clears throat> the guy in charge of setting off the sirens in Maui, he didn't, and he gave a reason why. And that reason, I mean, it, it's it's a, it's a valid reason. The reason is he didn't want the residents to take off and start running up the hill into the fire. That's why he wow. didn't sound the alarm. Wild, dude. Yeah. That shit was so hot, it liquefied glass. That's which is crazy. That's hot. Dude. Absolutely insane. Yeah, like the uh glass blowing ovens run the same as our Coke ovens, about two thousand degrees. And oh, I didn't know they were yeah. that hot. I knew That's it was hot. 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 <laughs> that fucking hot. Jesus. It's super hot. Man. I saw uh now, this is way away from Bigfoot right now, but I saw an interesting video the other day talking about, which I didn't even know this was a fucking real thing, but they found, this dude found, I don't even know what year it was, might be old news to a lot of people, but it's new to me. They found a giant, or this dude found a giant labyrinth in Egypt. What? Yeah, it's, it's, it's supposed to be, dang it, I wish I could remember the exact details. But they they rumored this labyrinth to be so big that you could basically fit Egypt in it. And there, there's been old rumors about it. And people, this dude went looking for it and he ended up finding it. Now, it wasn't, as, it wasn't that big that you could fit all of Egypt in it. However, it was like three football fields big, this labyrinth. Like it's a legit lab, labyrinth. And... He decides, like, once he finds it, I guess the authorities caught wind of it. They shoo him out of there and then completely ban him from coming back to Egypt ever. And then he's like, well, fuck it. Like, people need to know about this. This is a huge discovery. So he goes and tries to have a press conference on it, and no press shows up at all whatsoever. They're like, nope, not touching it. Done. Mm. That's like the same same thing that... that, uh Will from Incredible History was talking about. Like when they were down there in Atacama or wherever, and they found the 200,000-year-old footprints, and the uh, essentially the authorities came in and shut everybody down, guns and everything. Just like, hey, no more, no more. It's so crazy. 
It's fucking crazy. Like we were talking, it makes you wonder what, like, altering history like that, like, what do they, what do they have to lose in coming out and being like, well, yeah, we got to move the timeline back 100,000 years. We got to move the timeline back 200,000 years. Like, the fact that they go so far beyond to, to just completely cancel that out, the whole, the whole thought process is just crazy to me. Like, what, what would be the reasoning behind it? Isn't there a thing where, and this is just, I don't, I didn't even research this. So take this with a grain of salt, but, um, down in Texas, like it's so, it's so hot and like everything is drying up that they're finding like new dinosaur tracks everywhere and trying to like, uh, cover it up or something like that. I don't know if that's legit, but I don't know know if they're trying to Mm. cover it up. Yeah. Why Why would you cover it up? Why would you do it though? I I know. I don't, I don't, it, it doesn't make sense to me because we have, I mean, essentially they've come out and said dinosaurs right. are real. They have bones, but now all of a sudden there's tracks and they're going to be like, go away, go away. There's nothing to see here, guys. When I was doing that, the episode research on the episode that I've not done yet on uh, all the old ass footprints, there is a track of dinosaur footprints in Texas that are intermingled with what they believe to be human footprints. Like the human footprint is down and the dinosaurs stepped on top of it as almost like the dinosaurs tracking after it. So maybe it's something in that vein. That's the stuff they want to cover up, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So it, once again, it falls back to the age of mm-hmm. humanity and the overall timeline. I did see, which I'm going to look into. There is a leaked or not leaked, a declassified CIA document called Adam and Eve. And it tells of the world's extinction. And it also claims in this document that there have been at least mm-hmm. six civil like civilizations to be on this planet. And they all went through an extinction level event. Which I mean would not be that shocking. Like the whole no the whole gamut of the way po- people come at history is so backwards you know like if you say that the egyptians had technological help from uh, aliens or whatever to build the pyramids Mm. people lose their mind because they're like no the egyptians did that on their own like they were fully capable of doing that but then if you say well then the egyptians could have easily made it across the ocean to america before well thousands of years before columbus they're like that's impossible what if america is egypt dude Oh, I don't know. Huh? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the game has changed. <laughs> I, I'm trying games. to. I'm trying to catch up with all this crazy conspiracy stuff. Uh, I saw a thing where it was like, "What if America is Egypt because uh, Atlantis is right off the coast?" And once the uh, once, um, I don't know. I'm bad at conspiracy stuff, guys. I'm really trying. We were buying you it. Were bro. Just keep, keep yeah. rolling. Keep rolling like Limp Biscuit, dude. <laughs> just just create just create an entirely that, new conspiracy. That's out of what it. we do tonight. Just, just hit it hard. That's right. That's right. Might as well. Get Graham we're Hancock creating on. alternate history. It is it is weird, Steve. Like what you're saying about like I, I would find it way more logical that they could sail across the ocean 
to a new land versus Bill. I mean, I couldn't even, I couldn't fathom, and I've never gotten the opportunity to see it in person. I probably never will, but I can't even fathom what it takes to build the pyramids. I don't know. My brain just does not function like that. The assumed amount of manpower was just so ridiculous over so many years. Like it was just out of bounds. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know how Absolutely to deal with crazy. the megalithic stuff or like um, the huge, uh, the huge stones in uh, Montana. I think there's a, a megalithic thing up there. I saw one do. I don't know, man, that just, what did they put like all these um, like uh, trees on the ground and roll the, the stone across. I don't know, man, or maybe it was aliens guys. It was definitely aliens. I know. I'm going with aliens. If they couldn't, if they couldn't sail across, sail across the ocean, then they sure as fuck couldn't build the pyramids. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> and aliens are known for reseeding, so they probably picked up Egyptians from Egypt and then dropped them off in America and Atlantis. Well, obviously, at this point, that's established. But have Case have you ever thought? Closed. Have you ever thought of like uh, if there is a another extinction event, um, people are going to have no idea that we're even here because all our stuff is in technology and it's like the guy, the Georgia things are blown up. So they're not here anymore either. So it's like, what's, I don't know. It's it's weird. We, we, our stuff is all in tech. Well, they did, they did the, well, they, they talked about, and I don't know if they ever pulled the trigger on it or not, but they had talked about building a, I don't remember where it was going to be put. I think it was out in the desert. They were going to build an obelisk. Ooh. I think it was jet black and they were going to, it was going to be tech, but it was supposed to be housed in like some ridiculous thing to keep it safe. But it was going to have all of human history in this obelisk that if there ever was an extinction event, and whether we progressed again or somebody from a different planet came, they would have access to all of human history, mm. you know, whether it's the narrative or not, you know, but, and whether they ended up, ever ended up pulling the trigger on it, I don't know. I, know. Oh, man. I should probably look into it at some point. Do you imagine a future advanced civilization finding the remnants of our civilization and trying to decipher emojis oh. the way that we decipher hieroglyphics. Dude, totally. Oh, man. They're like the, They would be like, would they're have, obsessed yeah. with penises and poop. So, so were the other yeah. civilizations, though, if you look into it, man. Like, yeah. They're, yeah. Right? Wrong. That's true. That's true. I mean, throughout time, dudes have always been drawing dicks on everything. <clears throat> true. So it's just kind of a natural Forever. thing. Human human progression at its finest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping up with the chat. The here. chat is wild. Yeah, it's always it's, going hundred miles an to hour. Keep up with <clears throat> some days. Uh, I did hear a rumor that you just got back from oh. a boots on the ground Bigfoot investigation. Uh, yeah, <laughs> if we're allowed to talk about that. I or can't not. really. So, I, oh man. So I knew you were gonna. 
I knew you were going to pull that out too. Uh, so here's the thing. So Tate is making another documentary episode and I don't want to like. You signed an NDA. I'm, I'm just being a nice dude. You know, I don't want to be like, Hey, guess what? Everyone. <laughs> Which is code for he'll get yeah, disappeared. totally disappeared. We can respect that. But, uh, <clears throat> I will respect. say this. The amount of Bigfoot, no, sorry, the amount that I believed in Bigfoot, which was 100%, has gone up way higher because of this trip. So, uh, awesome. oh, dang, dude. Yeah. It, that, that's I was going to ask. Oh, I'm like, do you believe more in Bigfoot <laughs> yeah. now than you did before you went? But just hammered it. That's awesome. Oh, it's freaking wild. That's dude. awesome. Wild. All right. So Jeremiah, since you're the you're you're slowly turning into one of the Bigfoot guys, he's, he's he's hammering it. He is hammering it, man. So mad props for that. But where do you stand on Bigfoot in general? Woo woo. Oh physical? sure. So um, on my on my show, Bigfoot Society, uh, which is right now like pretty much focused on Bigfoot. Like I talk to people all over the place, but personally. What I think we're dealing with is um, some sort of like undiscovered uh, great ape. So like if you know about the NAWAC guys, North American Wood Ape Conservancy, I am pretty much uh, close to to those guys um, the same way. I think that we've got some weird big old ape that's really good at hiding and is all over the place. Which is crazy to say out loud, but um, the the major evidence that I lean on for that is how the Olympic Project, uh, they have their area with all the nests in it, you know? And um, they brought a primatologist from a, a zoo up there to check it out. And the primatologist was like, uh, hey... All these nests are exactly like our great apes make in our zoo. And so that that alone, you know, makes me kind of think, all right, we got something going on. But uh yeah, just just the personal thing, you know. But I think I can fuck with that. I never really thought about it from that aspect of of the building the nests. I don't know. I just have always let that kind of slip on by me. But I do I do respect now, that. Now on thought. the other hand devil's advocate i don't know how to explain the stories i get where it's like uh i was in the woods and i saw a blue orb in front of me and then i hear a noise and look behind me and a bigfoot has his hand out controlling the orb like david bowie from labyrinth yes what <laughs> right he's doing like this the thing fuck man. like i don't know how to how to explain that away because i get those all the time so I don't know. I'm, that so was going to be my next right. my next go to question. Right. Like, I'm a big uh, a big fan of Expedition Bigfoot, which their new season tonight. is kicking off tonight. But don't but, stay well, here. Don't, don't Hang out with anywhere. us. Watch it later. They <laughs> um, rerun it. But even <clears throat> even like you got Maria on there, who's like primatologist scientist supreme sure. and she comes across things that even she can't explain. Mm-hmm. So like you get the, you get the orbs, they catch the orbs on film that, that crazy ass 
Shadow, whatever. You know, you oh, know yeah. exactly what I'm talking about, right? I, I don't Shadow know what's up with that one, dude. Yeah. I was like, is that a cameraman or like what's going on there, dude? It, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. And the fact that it's all in like it's all m- melded together with all of this Bigfoot activity just like it just melts yeah. my brain. And also another thing that I have no idea how to explain away is all the stories you get from the Chestnut Ridge in Pennsylvania in the Southwest corner where it's like, okay, uh, there is a UFO sighting and then a Bigfoot sighting or a UFO sighting and the Bigfoot are there too. It's like, I don't know how to uh, explain that away, man. So. Yeah. I've, uh, I've read across. See, this, this just makes me appreciate Bigfoot that much more. The fact that they're, mm-hmm. I like woo woo. So I like the fact that there is, I mean, I could totally get behind the idea that it's a primate that has just evaded us because there's been a whole lot of evidence here of late come out about how NASA or whomever have just, has just pulled fucking Megalodon Word. out of the ocean. So, you know, you take that in consideration and run that to Bigfoot. I, dude, I think it's possible. And there's, you know, there's play, tons of places all throughout the wilderness that we don't go first up for sure. Cause people forget how big those forests and shit oh, yeah. are. We, we don't, we can't even comprehend how big they are. hundred percent. Right. So I can definitely see that aspect of it, but I love, I love that there's so much mystery around Bigfoot. Like you're saying, like controlling orbs and, and being in cahoots with, ETs or whether the ETs are hunting them or whatever, or there's some type of bleed through in reality. I have no idea, but I love it. I feel like it's one of the last great mysteries, you know, well, that and the whole UFO aliens thing, but forget those guys. They've got, they, they get all the fun stuff. Like, come on, like give Bigfoot some disclosure, (laughs) you know, I was, I was going to ask that man, you want it, you want it, you want it on the back burner. Cause there's, there's in the alien world right now, you don't know who to believe at this mm, point. That's true. That's what I'm saying. Like everybody's calling bullshit on it now. And that all this disclosure is nothing more than a distraction and all this other stuff. So sometimes you want, like for you, Bigfoot is your gym. Sometimes you want your gym to yourself. You're like, no, you, I'm your favorite band. This is where I've always been, asshole. You guys, you go back over there. You do your you do your stuff over Word. there. <laughs> right? Man, if like I know it's good. <laughs> I know it's good that uh Bigfoot becomes a little more mainstream for you, but sometimes you're like, I want it to myself. You're like uh what's his face? I Lord would love to see a congressional hearing <clears throat> on Bigfoot though. How fun would that be? Oh man. Oh, Dude, I think it would happen. I think and have like happen. Cliff Berrickman there and maybe Micah Hanks and uh yeah. it would it would be that would be a wild time, dude. But it makes you wonder how much information it? they have on it oh, that they, they just keep locked away. You know. I'll bet money they know about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Bad money. And then we've heard them stories. Uh Jeremiah, you might know better than me. Wasn't there a place where they had a giant fire on the mountain and they recovered a shitload of bodies? So you're talking about the story that keeps getting tossed around, probably Mount the Mount St. Helens eruption, maybe. Um, Maybe I I think there's a similar version of that that has gone around now with all the fires going on the Pacific Northwest. But the like the main version of that is 
Um, yeah, the Mount St. Helens erupted. And then I saw these black helicopters that were like carrying these tarps with like large bodies on them. And, and they were just going who knows where, like that one always gets thrown around, but it's like, you never can get any really concrete information or like talk to a person. It's just kind of like one of those campfire stories. Right. But, uh, now the new version of that is like, you know, all the fires during the, the, uh, Pacific Northwest. And then the one version I heard was like, all of a sudden, you know, these black suburbans came out of nowhere and loaded them up with, with bodies in a tarp and, and drove out of the, the burned area. And it's like, okay, I would love to talk to someone and get some concrete information. <laughs> Cause like these Dude, keep getting passed around. How yeah. awesome would that be? Like the, like the, Man, because those those stories, I'm sure for guys like you, especially, but even for me and Steve, like you hear those stories, and boy, does it just light that fire mm-hmm. under your ass, where you're like, "This is what this is it. This is what I want to talk about. Absolutely. Let's go find this." Oh yeah, you know. Why do you think there there's such a push to keep everything under wraps with Bigfoot? Curious your okay. take on. Um, <clears throat> so. I feel that if let's say all of a sudden we have a undiscovered great ape that is all over or big wooded areas of the Pacific Northwest in California, and we're talking massive amounts of region wooded areas, um, you know that uh, it's going to mess with the logging industry. I think that's, that's the, the stuff going on in the background where it's like, well, there's this stuff going on, but we don't want to lose all of our precious logging area because then we have to like make all these. You think the national parks are crazy now? Oh man, it would be like way more national park. It would be Bigfoot Sasquatch parks, man. Be crazy. So that's, that's what I think. That, that is crazy. That's where my mind goes too. It's yeah. all, it's it's a it's a capitalism thing. Oh, you know, they're gonna have to. If it becomes, especially. If they are more similar to humans than we think they are, um, that brings a whole like morality into it. Like what, what rights do they have? You know, now if you go out and you shoot a Bigfoot mm. and it's, it's, it's almost like 90% human. Like what, where does that fall? And you know, people will try oh. that as soon as, Bigfoot gets admitted to be real. There's going to be a handful of dudes that go, I want that fucking trophy on my wall. Legit. Yeah. It's it's going to be all about it. They had the stupid reality television shows, like $10 million Bigfoot bounty and shit like that. No, they put like, you can bring us a body. We're going to pay you more. Or Oklahoma where it's like, here, you got your, your hunting license for Bigfoot. Like that's a thing. Right. (laughs) And, I do. I think it's a capitalism thing because then you'd have to like your logging industry get hit hard. Yeah, probably your oil industry that's way out in the middle of nowhere would get hit. Mm. All, all sorts of stuff like that. It'd be big, be a big money loss. <clears throat> uh, what was I going to say? Oh, plug in a book that's not my book. But if anybody reads uh, Albert Rosales, he has a series of books out called Humanoid Encounters, mm. and 
they're awesome. He's got a whole big line of books. It's all, all it is is encounters with humanoids. And he has, um, I've read a couple in there where people have seen UFOs and there have been Sasquatch esque creatures in the UFOs. There's one in particular I remember reading and, um, this UFO passed overhead and when it did, it was this teenage kid. Um, if I remember correctly, when it passed overhead, you could, it was translucent. You could see through it. And he saw two Sasquatch creatures operating this UFO. And there was some weird part to it. It was like the color. They weren't, the color was weird. It's like they were like a pastel color, like purple or some shit. I can't remember, but it something that stood way out. But the fact that it was just two Sasquatch operating UFO, I was like, what in the hell? Dang. That is wild. I'm going to have to check that book out. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I'll, uh, if I remember which one, he's got a bunch. He, he documents stuff like from zero AD up to like 2020. And he, he goes usually by decade, okay. but some of them are a little longer. Um, but they are, they're, they're pretty interesting. I got all kinds of any, he's got them like marked out. Like he's got different, like if they fall under this, it's, it's like a alien encounter. If they fall under B, then it's, uh, like a lizard esque humanoid encounter. And he's got, uh, the primate Sasquatch encounters in there. Is that guy still alive? You think Rosales? I think so. That's the guy. That's the guy. Look, carry on. You got it. <laughs> I get over here and I start like researching right, on the right. side. People's like, what's going on with Steve? He's... That's some funny stuff in the chat. My goodness. Great babe, dude. <laughs> hey, Tate's in the chat. What up, dude? I saw him pop in there earlier. See, I told you he's making sure I don't talk about the expedition that just happened. You said the CIA was coming, dude. <laughs> Your boy honored the NDA, man. He kept Lips it, sealed, kept buddy. Lips sealed. Yeah, PR denied <laughs> access. It is what you it is. You have to let us know whenever that drops. Uh, oh, yeah, you'll you'll I'm, know for I'm sure. Anxious that you will know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Apparently, there's a lot of Albert Rosaleses. <laughs> but anyway. So what's been what's been your favorite Bigfoot story, Jeremiah? Um, or at least one of the greats. Well, okay. So so like one of the classics. I always think it's it's funny how you've got like the whole. Well, oh man, there's there's a few. I I do dig the Ape Canyon one where the miners go out and they pretty much get attacked in uh in their cabin. You know. That one's yep, pretty cool because you can dig deep into that. And I've talked to Mark Marcel a few times who actually discovered the spot where um, Abe Canyon is. And he found uh, artifacts in the ground. I think he found bullet casings, uh, et cetera. So Mark Marcel was the guy who actually discovered that no matter what TV says. I'll just leave that there. But um I also like the uh, Albert Osman one is fun. It, that's a that's a fun one. Uh, it's it's kind of kind of goofy how he gets uh, carried away in his sleeping bag, uh, 
in the middle of the night. And that kind of came up during the expedition. Tate was making fun of me because I was out in a tent and he's like, dude, you're going to get wrapped up like a Albert Osman burrito. Squatch is going to carry you away. Um, <laughs> I hope that's part of the documentary. But it's, it's kind of a funny thing. Um, I can share, I can share a wild one that I, that I heard. Uh, all right, let's go. So this is a weird one. So this is like a guy that, I tried to get him to come on the podcast a lot, but he would not get on. He's like, nope, but you can share it. Okay, fine. So this guy has, uh, he owned a remote 50 acre area in Northern Maine, like way up by the Canadian border. And he was way out there. All they had was a uh, trailer up on uh, blocks that they were, you know, staying staying in and it was it was kind of way out there like they had to do their dishes down the stream and stuff so the dude is is doing his dishes down the stream one day he looks up this is like hairy creature runs right in front of him across he's like whoa what's that i gotta get back to the trailer because this is not what i signed up for um then after that stuff started getting real wacky uh, something was hitting the side of their trailer so hard that it got knocked off the blocks. And also, this is the freakiest one. This, if if I experienced this next one, I would be like, game over. I'm I'm out of there. Um, so they they started having like sticks left across uh, the you know front of their trailer or like where you would walk out the door in that area. But then one day they go out there and there was a uh, a bear head that was not attached to the rest of the bear sitting right there, wow. left right outside the door to their trailer. And that to oh, me, I would be shit. like, I, I'm out of here. A hundred percent. That's a f- um, big yeah, flex. That's a, that's a big flex big for flex. Bigfoot. <laughs> Bro, I was, I was highly <laughs> anticipating on you saying like, no a rabbit head oh, bro. That's- or something that I agree because Steve has told me stories of, of those. That's top of the food of chain, like, bitch. Yeah. That's, that's, that's that like, is. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm in yeah. it to win it, dude. Uh, so I was like, do you still yeah. own the property? He was like, nah, dude, I got out of there as quick as I could. And I moved down to set. I think he moved down to like South Carolina, Virginia. He was like, there's no way I'm sticking away. I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> That that's one of the wildest things. Yeah, uh, I talked to a wild. dude once, this guy named Ken Metzger in Montana. They find so he's he's like one of the b- main Bigfoot dudes out there, but he knows all like the uh the law enforcement guys that are way out. So they he knows all like the missing people-ish. Is there a Bigfoot connection? But he's found uh it was a grizzly bear with its neck broken and like what breaks the neck of a grizzly bear dude like it just can't be you need thumbs usually to do that right like that's kind of wild man i don't know that's so you know because i know i know a grizzly bear is so powerful that it can like smack the smack a moose and break its back yeah but that um, would, yeah. that's a grizzly bear. A bigger bear, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. That's, that's the only thing that I got is a bigger bear or... <laughs> or just swan diving off yeah. a cliff. I mean, 
went for that crispin wahead but so dude, out of a tree like, yeah i get there you go. man my email is like i get a solid like i would say probably four to five people daily now because i've been doing this for like five years just you know primarily talking about bigfoot where it's like people are just sending crazy stuff all the time and it's like i don't have the time to like talk to all these people i want to it's a good problem it to have. and it's a, it's yes most of them usually don't come on air because they get freaked out but the isn't ones that, that do isn't that weird yeah. isn't that yeah. weird um well good man be that source get all of them bigfoot stories out yeah, there dude. because we need we need an unfiltered source to be honest with you because we and steve have heard so many stories of of different organizations pulling details from these i don't do that and you can't do that yeah you can't do that you have to tell it how it is and that's what i appreciate about you like you were talking about the 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 manipulating the orbs and stuff like that like you have to tell it for what it is you can't manipulate it to fit Mm -hmm. your own fucking purpose you cannot do that oh absolutely have you um have you ever spoke to, spoken with uh, Carter Bouchard? I haven't. He's kind of, so I have a list that is like, as you can imagine, it's really long. Um, but that is a name that keeps it's come up by different people, probably three times in the last year because he's got a few books out about encounters, right? Yes. Yeah, I need yep. to definitely talk to him. I've not talked to him. We sat up next to him at the uh, paranormal and metaphysical event in uh, Kansas City last year Mm. and this year but last year we were right next to him and we got to pick his brain that dude has some evidence and some he's cool man some wild wild stuff you need to get him if you can reach out to him i might still have his information somewhere but i would definitely pull to get him on and talk to him because that he's got trail cam photos that are just like he's got a photo of a hand right in front of the trail cam Mm. craziest shit i've ever seen in my life that's wild it is yeah i mean I'm not a professional at anything, but you you look at it and you're like, that's a gorilla mm-hmm. hand. Where it has to be. Like it, it looks just like God, a gorilla hand. And just like and he's the what I liked about him is he's super easy to talk to. Like he's very personable. Like he's just crazy easy to talk to. He's just one of the guys and he's just likes fucking Bigfoot, you know? Wait, what? It's just it's awesome. Crazy. Well, yeah. Okay. Not that way. <laughs> I mean, I just want, just in case someone didn't. I mean, he, he might be into that. Yeah, that is a market these days, apparently. Yeah. Right. Um, no, but he's a really nice guy. And like I said, uh, super nice. easy to talk to. Yeah. He would. And I, he had some wild stories. I think, didn't he have, didn't he tell us a story about uh, something with like the predator being? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Similar. I know he goes down to Shawnee in Southern Illinois yeah. a lot. Okay. He has a yeah. spot down there that he goes and investigates. Well, I guess his main area. If I remember right, he's got like, uh, like he's got like a trade system with him and all kinds of oh, stuff. Oh snap! Like that see that that freaks me out when you do like the gift. Well, gifting, or yeah. like it's more when you have it's your house and you leave food out constantly because i've talked to some where it's like then they stopped leaving out the food and then like the bigfoot starts slapping the side of their house so hard (laughs) no it's 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 funny for a few seconds until you talk to the person and you see how like it's screwed up their life and they're just 
it's wild. Like this one dude I interviewed, he's like, like you guys want to see Bigfoot, which is crazy to me. Cause I just want to go to sleep. Like it's, it's messing with them so bad that like stuff is falling off the walls inside their house and in, down in Tennessee. It's, it was wild, dude. We've had people. Thanks Burton. Shout out, bud. Uh, we will not be at van meter this year. Like I said, my little sister's getting married that weekend. So priorities so I'll, I'll be there dude buddy hope to see you there um we've heard people have got a hold of us that say like it's it's a terrible experience too like just having the knowledge that they exist but also not essentially being able to share it or you know have have anybody to validate it outside of what they saw mm. i guess just really eats away at people i you know i I'm not sure how I would how I would react if I ever have the the privilege of having a visual like just like I talk to a lot of people and there's some people where like they just do not go back in the woods ever again or a gentleman I talked to in Alaska where he was uh in Hatcher's Pass area he was chased out of Hatcher's Pass by a Bigfoot through a boneyard he will not go camping by himself ever again. He can't handle it, which is totally understandable. He has to be in groups of people, even if he doesn't know the other people, like they have to be around. It's totally understandable. Isn't that, isn't that wild? Yeah. Like people who have lived their life in the woods, camping, hunting, they'll have these experiences and then they just, they just shut it off. It is. It's like a form of PTSD mm-hmm. where they just, why do you, why do you it. think that is? And I'm I'm not I'm not, now the dude who gets chased by him. Okay, I can understand that. That's terrifying. But why do you think it is when these people just see it, just just catch a visual of it? Why do you think that scares them think, so much? Because yeah. for me personally, seeing a grizzly bear is terrifying. Right? If you if it's within proximity of that, it could just rip you in half. So a lot of people will say that. Um, that it looks so similar in a way it has a human like face, which is weird. And that's a lot of reasons why guys will not pull the trigger. Usually it's it's even down in area X. I think it's because of the paradigm shift that happens when you see something like that. And it just like, it totally messes with your head. That's what I'm guessing. Cause I haven't experienced it, but it's just like, I don't know what to think about this now the way i view my entire life has totally shifted and i don't know it is totally weird everything changes everything changes. you know darth here makes a good you know it basically sums up what yep, you're saying because totally. they're not supposed to exist and i get that i totally get that i think another uh, oh sorry go ahead. but then again for someone like you if someone for someone like you does does that still apply Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Because all three of us here can, I, I mean, I can wholeheartedly say mm-hmm. that I believe in Bigfoot. The question is, like I've always said, there's a, there's, there's a, there's this thing where you believe in it, you know, but it's completely different from actually experiencing it. You're Two trying completely to be different things. You're trying to get stuff about last weekend Kyle is so <laughs> sneaky because no, 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 it no, almost no, no. worked. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
Hey, Hollow Colt, the weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tacovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. No, no, no. I'm just curious if it if it changed for you. Like if you had that encounter, it, would that change for you? Would it? Would it give you that form of PTSD where you say, fuck this, I'm never going back in the woods again? And let's just let's just pretend it is just a sight. You just you you look over, you see Bigfoot, he sees you back. If it was if it was just a sight, and this is really hard because I'm haven't had this happen, but I don't think that I would be like, okay, I'm walking away from everything just by having a sight. Because you're still able to kind of disassociate during that. I I feel like, especially if it's like, you know, not super close to you. Now, if it's like, you know, I'll kind of, I'll mention something that this is from an episode I haven't released yet, but a gentleman who got chased out of the San Gabriel's in Southern California back to his car. And then, the, the Bigfoot started messing with him and trying to get inside his car and like, dude, just wait. Oh, wow. And the dude had like a hatchet and pretty much like took it to the squatch. And that's the only way he got away that I, that's coming out. Uh, eventually Tate. I know it's Jeez. <laughs> he's, he's keeping an eye. Man. I'm he's, telling you, he's still here. He's like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> He's got it on lock. Um, um, what else? I, I so I can I can tell. Uh, um, what I experienced not this year but the year before. Uh, we had we were in camp and we had a tree pushed over, uh, in the woods in front of us, a few hundred yards in front of us in the woods. Uh, we had some knocks happen. Uh, I had an audio recorder that, uh. It was 3.45 in the morning around there, and it captured a some knocks and then the sound of what... It's a zipper sound, and I always translated that as something will unzip my tent. Now, 
based on talking to some local researchers really recent um they have heard a zipper noise in the woods when they've been researching uh bigfoot uh, and they've captured that on audio so then that that's another that's question so was it maybe some mimicry going on from a bigfoot making the zipper noise because they've heard it in that campsite before is it's just one question leads to another question right so that is so weird. yeah that sounds terrifying because that dude that puts it in a whole new camp if it's able to mimic oh that and that happens all the time dude like if you hear uh like uh something they'll hear in the pnw uh like uh, i think cliff has mentioned this where they'll hear the sound of a car door slamming in the woods way far away from where there are no cars or car doors man yep it's just really um, weird the, a bunch of l lbl land between the lakes encounters you hear of the the dog man essentially there but you'll hear people hearing like gr- like metal garage doors opening Ooh. screeching and opening before they oh, say yeah, yeah, yeah. when we went to the dog man conference they were talking about that too that's so weird so Jeremiah, do you think do you think Bigfoot has the ability then to mimic our voices? Yeah. Mm, has there been Kyle, any stories like that good, that you've that's heard? A good question, Kyle. Good good that work. was a good question. Because that's yeah, yeah, what yeah, I okay. meant. That's what I meant as far as like that's that's scare that's terrifying because that puts it in the camp with like yeah. the Wendigo and the skinwalker. Like it, it put paints a whole new so picture. The way that I interpret that is and I, I personally feel like the Sierra sounds are legit where Ron Moorhead, you know, out, out in uh, California was able to to capture the vocals of Sasquatch, which are just sounds super weird as all get out. But that has also been heard in other parts of the U.S. And I, I think there's some sort of voice mimicry there where they can, you know, uh, maybe talk or mimic talk similar to humans. Um, I guess that's a little different than what you were asking. So I'm trying to think real quick if I've gotten reports where can they actually mimic a voice? Um, The closest to that is sometimes you hear of uh, uh, baby cries in the woods, and that freaks me out. Like I know uh, this came up in STM's uh, different Alaska documentaries, uh, up in area a, um, and it's just like, they were hearing weird noises, uh, similar to, to baby cry. And it's like, that's weird, man. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I I know some researchers, researchers actually play baby cries and I, I haven't been able to bring myself to do it because that sets off some weird stuff. Oh Yeah. That was a good comment, Tate. I saw that. No, yeah. no, no. Absolutely not. I am not playing nah, baby Because that sets off other predators too, I think. Yeah. What if you call in something you don't want to burn? <laughs> it's not a bad word. <laughs> I was going to ask if your take on the Sierra sounds, because if you listen to those, there are, there are parts of that that sound very human. Very human. And then it just it just wanes off into something that is absolutely not human it's it's crazy i can say from what i've heard they are highly effective yeah great jeremiah's yeah. talking to big feats 
that's that's gonna make some good podcast right there if you're talking to big play yeah yeah we've uh i know down like i've talked about it on uh i have done that on accident sorry (laughs) burton was like owl in the chat that's hilarious uh where where my parents live is down on the uh illinois river bottoms along the great river road on the bluffs and stuff and the uh finding bigfoot did a town hall at pier market uh state park we found we've seen people send us in tracks and shit from there but down where my parents live there's been some weird activity um one day I was out, it was probably midnight or so. I was leaving my parents' house. We were just hanging out. And as I was walking out uh, up on the bluffs, uh, which is all all just uh, woodland and there's some farmland behind it, but I heard uh, a whistle. It was just a one-note whistle. Mm. And I was standing there listening to it, and it was moving further down the bluffs through through all of the woods. So I whistled back, which everybody says, don't ever whistle in the woods, you know? And then it started moving closer to me the more that I whistled toward it. Uh, That was kind of the only encounter that happened at that particular time. But then later on, my little brother was leaving my mom's house and it's probably 10 o'clock at night. And he's like, man, I heard something up in the woods. He's like, it was the weirdest thing. It sounded like, said it sounded like a deep voice person yelling Yahoo in the woods. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I was like, all right, that's bizarre. And then um, my dad, he had taken my uh, boys fishing. So he had like a two pound bait bucket of stink bait Mm. in the back of his truck with the tailgate up. And he had a big four by four over top of it. So the lid wouldn't blow off and stuff. He went out the next day um, to get the mail and stuff. And he started smelling the stink bait. He's like, well, that's weird. He went out there and the big like four by four was moved and the stink bait bucket was completely gone. He didn't see it. It wasn't knocked out of the truck. It wasn't down the driveway completely gone, but he could still smell it in the area. So it's, uh, I don't know, man, it's weird. Uh, my little cousin had got some weird vocalization. It's not very good quality, but it's at the exact same area at my grandparents' house. I have to see if I can find it. It's Southern Illinois. You said, is yeah. that like little Egypt area? Uh, further north. Okay. It's kind of like it's pretty much middle Illinois. Oh, yeah. Okay. So right across from uh, yeah. it's if you just go Iowa. east from St. Louis, the river road Peoria? runs right, right up through there. Uh, is Peoria north of us? Yeah, Peoria is yeah. north. So it's right, probably like right between St. Louis and Peoria. Dude, so here's the thing. Yeah. I just I talked to a gentleman a few episodes back. That area, like Peoria and then northeast of Peoria, he had seen a few Bigfoot in the late 70s. But then I kind of started looking into it. That whole area has a ton of Bigfoot activity, and you wouldn't think it would, but like there's some wild stuff that goes on in, in that area you're referring to. It's crazy. We had... Uh a picture from a track from Pier Market that's a pretty good track. Uh, I'm not sure if I still have it or not. But it was taken a few years ago. I'm going to assume probably 2015 or 2016. Uh, there's a couple BFRO uh, reports uh, actually on the books from about the same area. Mm. But it's uh, it's weird, man. Totes weird. 
It's weird enough to keep you coming back for more. You know what I mean? I know. Me me and Kyle's been flirting with the idea of just going out and traipsing through the, the bluffs to nice. see if we can do I want to go where out by your mom's. Yeah. Go there and then go up by the, the rock field where the watchers are. Whoa, yeah, the watchers. Nice. Yeah. That's what Steve does. Like California, have, right? I don't, I've never. It's whatever. It's, they're not the same thing, but it's whatever Steve experiences. I've never seen there. them. Right. But I always used to traipse around the woods forever when I was younger. And I would get these weird feelings and something would match my pace in the woods. Like you could hear it. It would just be set off enough. I would move. It would move. I would move. It would move. Because I'd walk through the fields and um, I collect uh, arrowheads and I'd be looking for arrowheads mm. up there. So I'd be in the field, not making any, not making any noise or anything, but you'd hear it off in the woods. I'd move it move. when I'd stop it, it'd stop. And, uh, I just kind of dubbed it the watcher because it just hung out there. You'd always feel like somebody was up there with you. It was, uh, pretty, pretty bizarre. Dang, I think I found this audio. Let me see if I can play oh, it. Through right. the mic. It's probably going to be trash. Um, all right. I don't know how good that came through. It was kind of that's kind of weird. Um, what time of day? Uh, it was in. It was after dark. So they were down. My little cousin was down working on a truck, and he had heard it. It had made multiple calls. And he got his phone out. He catches the last half, the last portion of one, and then that one called right after it. I'm I'm not sure. The only thing I will say is that I've heard something similar to that where, okay, sometimes foxes will sound like demon creatures from beyond. Like that's we we that was one of the ones we were flirting okay, with. Okay. Like maybe yeah. it was a like fox they sound well. terrible sometimes, but I don't know, man. That's weird. That's a weird one. Um, there was also a story, um, man, what is the, it was up around Gerard, Kyle. There's a town north of Gerard. I can't ever remember it, but there was a story in the early 2000s about a family up there that was. I think Verdon, is it? It might've been. Um, I think Verdon's north. I don't they remember. had a little apple orchard in their backyard and they were coming out to their apple, apple trees being picked clean. Mm. And after that. Uh, they would find heads of rabbits were left in Uh-oh. left in their yard. So when the apples would be gone, there would be a head of a rabbit, almost like a exchange, you know. They were having a swimming pool put in, and um, the workers were taking a rest underneath the apple tree, and they found a pretty good size uh, footprint up that way, which isn't too far. It's probably maybe an hour north of us. So there's one thing that I, so you said they were putting a pool in. Yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, Whenever I hear a story or a report where it's like, we were doing this crazy construction around the house or we were clearing brush or we were putting this in or that in, that could be, uh, that's usually a thing where it makes me take notice because sometimes when you're clearing out stuff, 
around your property, that can uh, set Bigfoot off because pretty much you're starting to mess with his his environment, right? And that can, Makes I've sense. heard plenty of reports where it's like, well, we took a brush hog and we were just clearing brush everywhere on the property. And then all of a sudden this Bigfoot came out of nowhere and just tried to kill us. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably there first. Yeah. First off. That, that'll happen, dude. That's, that would suck to have a Bigfoot violently yeah. come after you. Not the best. No, not at all. Uh, here's a picture. Have you have you had many stories where Bigfoot's been kind to people? Let me think for a minute. Um, yep, John's right. It was Chatham. I think there was a gentleman I talked to once from Oregon, uh, William Morris, and um, he will say him himself that it was it was more he's more on the woo side, probably pretty far out woo is is how he would say it. But um, there was a lot of of stories about you know um, gifting back and forth, I believe, but man it really does that stuff doesn't come out a lot it's usually the ones i get are like hey i haven't talked about this for like 20 30 years and um i feel like you know i'm retired now i can finally talk about this thing i encountered but yeah i don't get a lot of like harry and the hendersons not really anything like that yeah it is that weird. Was weird yeah i know um we talk about ghost hunter Dave a lot. He has been to some uh, terrifying places in Illinois and across the country, but uh, he's like, we talk about cemetery X and him dealing with what he calls the watcher up there, whatever this thing is, that's coming through the portals and all this. But he said one of the scariest uh, moments he's ever had blows all those out of the water is the time, which is almost in the same area where we, where we are when he saw uh, what he believes is a Sasquatch and he said it was the most terrifying uh, experience that he had. He said it was just so huge. Like if it, if it wanted to hurt him or kill him, he said it could. He was walking in a Creek bed and he said it was up on the, um, up on the bank. And he said it was massive. It was so broad. He said it was just kind of almost like trying to mimic a tree as it was swaying. Mm-hmm. As I was standing there, yep. kind of watching him, yep. he said he has never been that terrified as he was wow. when he saw that. I think he went on Sasquatch Chronicles. I think Wes had a Wes had him on there. Uh, I don't remember the episode. I think I remember you saying yeah. that. Nice, but it, uh, yeah, especially coming from a guy who like goes into abandoned, insane asylums and all Ugh. kinds of shit like that. I can never like, do that, dude. To hear no him way. say the scariest moment would be whenever he saw Sasquatches saying something yeah, in my like, book. like Steve said, he's, he saw that crazy shit at yeah. X and he didn't leave like, <clears throat> like a bunch of yeah. really good equipment there. And just, worth of, worth of oh, yeah, equipment. I remember you guys. Talk- okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and still this Bigfoot encounter trumps it. And I guess it would freak you out, if, especially if it was sitting there just swaying at you. And I th- I wouldn't know what what it's getting ready to do with that. I think something about it being like 
a physical creature being physically there poses like almost a more substantial threat than something metaphysical maybe i don't know oh yeah it's a weird weird conundrum there because it's it's i mean it could literally like kill you like you know like there's it's it's pretty straightforward yeah if i don't like the ghost stuff myself i i usually i'm like i'm a i'm a wuss i tap out at signs (laughs) that's the scariest i go man (laughs) we've had um over some of the calls we had in the guy um the dude in the military that had it on thermal from his helicopter one of the coolest i'll have to find the episode he called in and it was on night shift he had it in he said they where where were they some base in california i think i can't recall right off the rip but he he had it in his sights on his helicopter and he got on the radio he's like he's like we could we could just throw throw some bullets at it and we'll have an answer yeah and they immediately shut said, him like, up. Can we send some thirty oh, mic mics at it? And they're, they're like, like, shut the like, fuck up. He's like permission to take the shot, and he's just waiting. And they're like, no, oh yeah, don't take the shot. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they said they said don't even yeah. talk Whoa. about this shit on and the radio. Said, period. He said yeah. there were suits waiting for him when they got back. Oh, that's rock and roll, dude. I love that man. Yeah, oh, it was awesome. The coolest fucking. It's on All our right. Instagram feed. So I'll try to track it down. I put it on there a while back. Uh, but dude, such a cool story. That's a good one. And we, I think we had, didn't we had somebody else talk about him that was in the military as oh, well. It was one not too long ago, right? Yeah. yeah, they were they were doing yeah. training, and he saw it, and it was I don't know if he saw it, but he heard it like like rush him through the trees, mm. like kind of that like false. Yeah, because they were they were training with yeah. blanks and stuff, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Crazy wow. man, absolutely crazy. I love it though. I love hearing the weird stuff, man. It is so That's awesome, it, man. That's it. You guys are you guys are killing so it. Cool. Like, like I next version, cool. like next generation uh, Art Bell, dude. That's that's <laughs> how I that's how I think that's that's big shift, shoes. Dude. Big shoes to fill. That is yeah. massive shoes. You guys are doing it. Though. Massive shoes. We just want to give people a spot so they can, so they can come yep. talk about their experiences and not have to worry about being ridiculed or having any kind of insecurities Absolutely. about it. I feel the more the more we can alter the culture, I guess, the more comfortable it makes for people to come on shows, come on and talk about it, not, not have to sit on all these sightings forever and take them to their grave because, I mean, I, I feel like that's that's the best kind of disclosure we're going to have is from people that, have had one-on-one personal encounters, you know, with, with everything, Bigfoot, UFOs, the whole gamut. Oh yeah. And that's why, like I was telling you, Jeremiah, why it's important to have people like you that don't alter the narrative when you get those submissions, you know, you just, because it just does a disservice to everything, everything that everybody's ever worked for. Because like Steve has said to me before, all it does is further exactly. muddy the water. Yeah. You know, it just it just starts to make things so just so out of control that you're not getting the whole truth. You're getting what it's just another it's no different than assholes wanting to control 
the narrative of our history or anything else. You're 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 controlling it to fit your agenda, and you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Two word, word. I just I liked I like to see people that have an appreciation for the weird because that's just kind of what how me and Steve we like the weird man, and it's weird to like the weird. <laughs> it's it's weird, and we cool. need to make it less weird. Yeah. I think it's I think it's I think over the last few years though it has really become a lot more acceptable to be like oh yeah oh I'm totally into weird stuff I think that ever since uh you know uh, the Voldemort times of 2020 that must not be named uh <laughs> yeah. I think it, like people are kind of like oh we lived through that I don't really care if you're into weird stuff we're still here. We're yeah. hanging out. High five. Yeah. You can be weird. I can be weird. Whatever. You know? Yeah. Right. You are spot on. I agree. I think that's, I think that's when a lot of it started, yeah. dude, which is great. It's, you know, it's, it's awesome that people are at least entertaining it at this point. You know, they don't have to hundred percent believe, but the fact that they're starting to entertain it yep. is awesome. So I can I can one hundred percent appreciate that, but it is weird. It's still weird. Uh, you you see that random person that never in a million years you think they were into weird shit, and they're like, "Hey, what do you think about Bigfoot?" Oh, I love bro. It. Yeah. Well, it's as a crazy. matter of fact, it's crazy it. once people start to realize you're the one around into Bigfoot. Like you get some wild stuff come across your lap just kick that imagine. door right oh yeah dude. just let it flow oh yeah i can imagine like around town i uh, me and steve are ghosts dude we like we don't exist nice. around our hometown in which i can fucking appreciate <laughs> i'm not trying to be famous we'll get the occasional one off like yeah yeah on the occasion you get spotted and, i got it way more at people. work once they figured out i had a podcast and people started turning tuning into it mm-hmm. like we got yep flat earth guys oh, at yeah. work and like it just <laughs> kind of went off the rails um but i gotta ask before we before we get into it too much we all we know your stance on uh the old the old squatcher what what about aliens where you at where you at on that mm. oh boy uh <laughs> i don't i guys i don't know like it, it's seriously something where like it's in the back of my mind and it's like, obviously there's something there that I have to deal with, but I don't know. I haven't actually taken the time to like, be like, how is my worldview and paradigm going to going to work with this? Because eventually I'm going to have to have that paradigm shift. Um, So I've been trying to like focus on Bigfoot instead because that's more easy for me to like wrap my mind around. But it's like every day in like all these congressional hearings, it's like more and more. Yes, there is dude. There's something crazy out there. And then like you hear the stuff that these senators are being told and they're coming out and they're like, yeah, we're in trouble. Like they have weapons that can just like decimate everything and we won't be able to stop them. I think that was like Senator Burchett that said that. And that's wild because these are like elected officials in government that are like, hey, this is what's what's going on. And they can't they 
so many people are talking. It's like, you can't shut up everyone anymore. You know, I don't know how to deal with it. Honestly, guys. Terrible. So I just try to distract myself with Bigfoot. It gets heavy. <laughs> it gets heavy when you like Bigfoot itself can get heavy, but you like, you get into like the weird ethereal stuff, like interdimensional yeah. shit or demonic stuff. And, aliens and shit like sometimes you just have to step back you just have to take a break here's what i put it all away 100 all away for a couple weeks here's what i see happening though is probably what will happen which is i know totally this is going to be totally like 90s movie version but what's going to happen is going to be like the aliens will come and it'll be like the countries of the world are just going to be like all right i know we hate each other but now we've got to you know, starship <laughs> troopers against the aliens is just, that's what's gonna happen. Reagan's dude. been pushing that. Reagan was pushing that. Yeah, dude. Decades oh, that's ago. true. Yeah. He was, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. We need we yeah. need some some sort of off planet enemy mm. to bring us all together for mm. a, weird for a one world NWO. Yeah. Little project, NWO. project blue beam. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing that anything with dot gov sucks. <laughs> and I don't trust none of it. Common so you ain't you ain't getting my vote, son. <laughs> I'm gonna be out in the woods with my buddies. You guys looking go for do looking for Bigfoot, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Red Dawn yeah. style, Red Dawn Kyle. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I ain't I ain't I ain't fucking picking their side. Get out of here. <laughs> ain't no way. Because I know what their plans are. Their plans would be like, Kyle, you run over this way. This is the plan. You're like, all right, cool. And then as you're running away, they look to their buddies and they're like, all right, now we're going to go yeah. this way. Cause those guys are going to get <laughs> fucked up. Right. And we're going to be safe going this way. They aim their direct energy weapons right on Kyle. Oh, geez. Hope, yeah. Hope you're wearing That's exactly blue, what dude. happened. I'm not, <laughs> That's why yeah, I'm wearing it right now. Look at this. There, yeah, you ain't getting hit. I'm ready to go. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Well, what do you boys think? You want to open oh, the lines for a little bit? See what we can drag chat, in? Ready? You ready, chat? See what we can drag in. I know we had a phone, we had a couple phone calls earlier. You gotta, you gotta be patient. You gotta be patient. Pew, pew. I know they were, they're always biting at the bit. Ooh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the phone is hot. Call us, tell us something weird. It's an actual phone. Freak us out. I've always wanted. To, it's an yeah. actual phone. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Yep. Yep, I just wow. added it to my phone plan. Good for you. Yeah. I mean, it's not that much to add an extra line. And I just got the cheapest phone. Is it like a flip phone? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. No, no, it's okay. an iPhone, but it was it's the cheapest nice. one that they had. <laughs> so, you know. But yeah, I just figured it'd be easier because all we were doing the the how online voicemail uh-huh. shit. And it just seemed like it's a bigger headache than it needed yeah. to be. And I was like, well, just do a phone, man. Who cares? Plus, uh, you can ask Steve. I'm not afraid to spend money when it comes to things I enjoy. It just kind of is what it is. I'll spend money that I don't How's have. How's making yeah. it rain? What is money, really? I just get too Money's excited. Fake. Space is fake. Bigfoot's are yeah. Nephilim. Yeah. Necro's in the chat. Space is fake and Bigfoot are the Nephilim. That's a great t-shirt, dude. Make that Let's t-shirt. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Oh. I saw some, uh, since we're waiting, because it seems like it's going to be a dead night. Now. Nobody's calling now. 
But I saw a weird okay. theory that I'll run by you until we get a possible phone call here. What are you guys' thoughts on nukes? Uh, Never mind. Somebody's calling. It's a government mean, we got them. What the fuck up about nukes? Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Welcome to the night shift. What's Yo, going on? what's up? Hey, what's up? It's Lacey Mariposa. Oh, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are y'all? Good. So, I wanted to tell y'all somebody else's story that I heard about today. Okay. Um, I met somebody at the beach, and she was telling me about how she got in a car crash. And uh, she was driving down the road. It was 11 p.m. on, like, a Tuesday night way out in the country. Um it was raining and a deer jumped out in front of her and she swerved and she broke every freaking bone in her mm. body, guys. Like her, her shit was wrecked. Um, like her femurs and her, she had a stump like through her abdomen or something. And she starts crawling away. She's like, Oh my God, I gotta get help. Nobody's here. It's 11 PM in the middle of nowhere. And she's crawling away she can't see anything because it's super dark and she told me she heard a voice clear as day say wrong way and so she started going the other way and it turns out the way that she was originally crawling she was crawling into the woods but something spoke to her and told her that she was going the wrong way so she turned around and eventually got help and i got chills when this lady this random lady on the beach told me that so I just want to share that with y'all. Oh, that is awesome. Wow. That's much appreciated, and that is an yeah. insane experience. Were you talking to the lady that it happened to? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Turns out she goes to my church. Dude. Like, we just met and started talking, and she goes to my church, and somehow that came up. So, so I weird. just thought it was really cool. I mean, shout out to the voice. Yeah. Beckoning Dude, her back. by an angel. Yeah, that could, no that could have been so bad. That could have been so yeah, bad. She was just crawling into the woods, guys. Like it was flooded. Her car was flooded, so like the headlight was completely under because it was in a ditch. Um, that is insane. So she couldn't see anything. So she was just crawling into the woods, like she would have got eaten up. Oh, so, wow, that is wild. Anyway, I just thought it was really. I got chills when she told me that, y'all. Uh, <laughs> I bet. So. Makes you wonder, like, is this some sort of guardian angel or? Yeah, like, who told her that? That's what I was thinking. Somebody looking out Um, for her, for sure. And she said she had a near-death experience uh, during that, obviously. And uh, she said she saw the faces of people, but she couldn't see their faces super clearly. But they were very, like, Mm. present and she said they, she called them the Browns, which I'd never heard of them that way before. But she said, I don't know how else to describe them except the Browns. And I was super confused about what she meant, but she had some huh. kind of experience. She was like, heaven is real. I saw it like I was there. I had the choice to go back, and, and I regret that I didn't go that way wow. and stay there because... <laughs> Life was really horrible recovering oh, from bet. that. Yeah. So that is that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, I mean that's a rough time. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. It took years for her to even take a step. So 
Anyway, but she's doing way better. That was a long time ago, but I just thought that was a really cool story when she said that she heard that voice say wrong way. It just Mm. gave me chills, guys. So I thought everybody else might like to hear that story that wasn't mine. So I'm not going to hold up the line for too long, but shout out to the Hollow Occult. I love y'all. Awesome. Thank you much. Thank you. Yeah. Bye, guys. It does kind of... um kind of give you a little bit of hope that maybe something someone yeah. is watching out for us when you hear stories oh, for like sure, that dude. for sure man and what she experienced there that the nde was seeing the people around that's that happens pretty often in those like mm. those situations where they start to see a lot of people equate it to um loved ones that have passed They'll start seeing them like and experiencing them like they're there. I don't know that I've heard that description. All right, let's go, my guy. Uh, I don't, I don't know that I've heard so the Browns before. Yeah, no, I've I haven't heard that either. <clears throat> so Makes you weird. wonder those kind of uh, experiences if maybe they are. Um from the amount of trauma that's going on. It's like, especially in that scenario where excessive amounts of physical trauma has happened. Maybe it's your brain trying to just pull you out of the situation to where your body doesn't shut down, you know, or where maybe your body's shutting down, but your brain won't shut down. Just trying to keep it going long enough to, to make it till somebody finds you. But the fact that she was like crawling, Mm is in, it's oh that's because she's certified yeah, Rambo yeah. adrenaline ass. like crazy probably come on dude you i couldn't imagine breaking i've never broke one of my bones i could not imagine breaking all broke my of leg them. and i uh zero out of ten don't oh, recommend gross. breaking your leg or every bone <laughs> in your body for that matter yeah not fun uh no, I've I've never never broke any bones, and I hope I never do. Uh, Brother John in the chat said he was here in Woodknocks a couple of weeks ago, down by the Brussels Ferry. I've also heard, which isn't far from Pier Market, and oh, okay. um, all of that. I also heard that. Uh, oh yeah, John John almost saw Bigfoot the other day. He's not sure what I he heard. Saw. And- he called me at work. <laughs> That's awesome. But people were down yeah. fishing at the Brussels Ferry, and something was essentially throwing rocks from the bluffs over the highway into the river, which is a pretty good, it's a pretty good trek. They were night fishing and they heard huge, like big size boulders being thrown from the bluffs over into the river. That's crazy. You guys want to take another call? Let's go. All right. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Hey boys, welcome Whoa, to the danger zone. Let's the go. Danger zone. Chuck, Chucky Danger. What up, Chuck? So, I wanted to talk to you guys about my Sasquatch theory. Okay. And so it's a little bit different than what you would usually hear. Okay. Uh, but I think since Sasquatch is generally considered a nocturnal animal or person, that they see in the ultraviolet spectrum. And so a lot of the plants and animals that you see at night 
will fluoresce in different colors that we don't normally see. And I think Sasquatch also interacts in this invisible to us world and uh, stuff, especially like with gifting, I think is culturally significant to Sasquatch, but we just don't pick up on it because we're blind to it. So like if someone leaves out food for a Sasquatch and they get a couple rocks in return or a feather or whatnot, we might just see that as very mundane and not very important. But uh, if you put a black light flashlight on them, they might fluoresce to look like glowing embers right out of a fire. They're called the Uperlite, very specific type of rock. And even some types of bird feathers will fluoresce all kinds of different colors and patterns under the ultraviolet spectrum. And I think that Sasquatch definitely picks up on this and uses it to its own advantage. That's, That's cool. I never heard of that, Chuck. Yeah, I haven't heard, heard it either. And I didn't. All right. Yeah, it's a fairly new science, even for discovering like natural animals that use it. But I mean, for example, if you look at a flying squirrel, they're, they're purely nocturnal. And what we see is a brown or black squirrel, right? But if you put it under the ultraviolet spectrum, it goes blue and pink and yellow, like all these crazy colors. It's just fucking hmm. wild. And I've been doing all kinds of studies on my own, like going out with this uh, forensics quality flashlight. And you can actually see sugar and protein content in certain plants. What? Like, I need some flashlights. Like, uh, Doug, oh, yeah. Doug Highcheck from Monster Quest. He did a uh, documentary on bears and caribou. And he discovered that they also see in the ultraviolet spectrum to see specifically the protein and sugar content in the plants. So they're not eating plants that are not nutritional enough for their diet. So like when you're watching a nature documentary and you see a bear browsing on the plant here and then it walks off 20 yards and starts eating over here, it's not because it's like getting bored with the plant right beside it. It's looking for the most bang for its buck. Totally makes sense. So it's not wasting any time or energy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Sasquatch does the same thing to maintain that gigantic mm. body mass. Yeah, I had never heard that. That is awesome. When, when you put it into that perspective, it, it absolutely makes sense. I need some UV goggles. I <laughs> I, if there's UV goggles, I need a pair. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm going to go find me some but, big feet. But, like, I'm going to set up a gifting site this fall. Yes. And I'm not going to do the food yeah. thing, right? I, I don't feel comfortable with that. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to set up a double-blind study where I, I have rocks that I know for sure will fluoresce under the UV light and others that won't. And if Sasquatch fucks around with the one that fluoresces and not the other ones, you know, that is a significant finding, right? And then if I can repeat that study, 
it would just go to show that that's how they interact with the world. That's awesome. But I think when people get these gifting sites, I think they're much more significant than they realize even. Well, let me know if it works because I'm all about that life. I will gift it whatever. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I never. But I mean, like, even... Even like examples where like you hear about a a rock getting placed in the walking path that you just crossed 10 minutes ago, that rock could even be fluorescing and you don't, don't realize it. And like you hear about rocks getting thrown at people all the time. If, if they fluoresce, that would almost look like a tracer bullet to the Sasquatch. It's probably super entertaining for them. I didn't didn't think about that either. I love it. I love it. No, I'm definitely. I'd never it. heard. I'd never heard of that uh, before the the studies or any of that. You do hear about things existing in the spectrums that we can't see, but I did never think to put it into like such close range scientific studies, especially with like the plants and the nutrition and shit. It totally makes sense. Well, everyone's always trying to like approach finding Sasquatch in a scientific manner. And, you know, we forget about like some of the basic forensics about it. And I mean, just looking at what the other animals and plants in the environment interact with is a good part of the puzzle to figure out, right? Absolutely. But I mean, if you're going to equate it to being an animal, you got to figure out what the other animals do. Yep. I don't know. My brain ain't that smart, but I believe you. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I just, I believe you. Cause I like it. I, I think it's a sound. I think theory. you should reach out to Doug with the findings of your, uh, when you go through everything and let him know what you found out. Cause I think it'd be really interested. Yeah, absolutely. I know he's got some people that um, they're looking to use like the UV flashlights to look for the sebum, which is yep. like the hand oils yep. from Sasquatch. Um, so like anytime you hear someone's trailer or house getting slapped, you could even just take that flashlight, go outside and you could see that handprint on the wall. Like it, it's super simple science and it's just not being utilized. It's not even being thought of because it's, you know, out of sight, out of mind. How terrifying would that be if you took your, took your light out there and you shined it on your house and it was just hundreds of hands covered. Oh, like a luminol crime scene of just big, like looking in your window and trying to see one, one Shaquille O'Neal size hand out there. That'd be awful. Well, I mean, Steve, even with your story about the, the stink bait bucket, if you put the flashlight on the outside of that bucket, you might see a giant handprint right there. Bro, Steve, you got to get Look, a UV flashlight. Gone, bro. Too late. Dude. Find it. Use your sniffer. <laughs> there's, Use your sniffer. You said you can smell it. <laughs> walking around with an empty bait bucket. <laughs> Probably f- full of apples or some shit. I, <laughs> I love heads. it. It's grizzly bear heads. But, man, like, the, the, the forest looks like Avatar World when you got the oh, UV nice. flashlight on it. Like I've never even so much 
so much mundane stuff that you don't even pay attention to just goes and like just pops with color when you get it under the flashlight and think about them like uh just just liking on the tree it's like that dull green gray when you hit it with the uv flashlight it's like bright neon orange man I That's feel like so we got weird. the raw end of the deal. Like we got self awareness, but everybody else got all these like awesome UAV visuals and shit. Yeah. Like, man, I think we had these skills at one point because, like, anytime someone takes mushrooms, they see these colors, right? And that's just rewiring in your brain to activate unused portions, right? So we probably started off with UV vision. But we became so reliant on having a fire in your house every night that we didn't need the night vision anymore, right? UV vision is for like low light conditions, mostly. Or bird birds use it for a visual display that is far superior to what we can see with them. But yeah, I think we had it at one point in time. It's just we adapted out of it. That makes sense. You just don't it. need it anymore. Like we have our yeah. own light. And yeah. I mean, this UV thing even goes further than just Sasquatch. I think like when you talk about orbs, I mean, the typical description of them is a dull uh, light going through the forest. Like it doesn't shine very far around it. And if you think about that, that's probably UV light because it doesn't, broadcast a large area around it when you're using it so you know what if that is just a ball of uv light going through the forest you'd see the color sure but it's not like illuminating 20 yards around it kind of thing just uh, man i'm trying to wrap my brain around it since i'd never i never really considered it or heard about it before it's like it opens it opens up all sorts of probabilities oh man like it it goes this is a deep deep hole <laughs> once you start thinking about the unseen world that we just can't fathom yeah. i mean we use it for security on our money like you put a UV mm. flashlight on money and there's hidden pictures that you can't see with your naked eye. It's long gone. Like where did the government get that from? They know something. Right? Maybe we've been using it all along and like if you go over ancient artifacts with the UV light, maybe there's hidden writings on it. Maybe there's hidden pictures. I know there's some artifacts that come out of Mexico that when you hit them with the UV, they even phosphoresce. So even after you turn the light off, they'll stay lit up for a second or two. Wow. I've heard of those. Yeah. They are flipping wild. I mean, they, they aren't recognized by the Mexican antiquities because they depict gray aliens, Egyptian, uh, Sumerian, all kinds of different motifs that the Mexican government doesn't want to acknowledge for one, because of the alien, but two, it would also maybe give those countries land uh, claim on their country. Dude, that's, 
that's the reading most ridiculous theory. Like it's it's ridiculously awesome. I I it's so hard. Like because it makes you feel like like you you hit it on the head like with the whole avatar thing. Like seeing all these insane lights in the middle of the the forest like that. Like that visual in my head. I don't know that I'm gonna be able to get it out of my head for a while. I mean it's it's all around us. I mean, just last weekend I went out to uh a friend's orchard and I just wanted to see what the fruit would look like. And I took a picture of an apple and it was like bright neon blue. That's so weird. And it was just a green apple, but it went neon blue, like sky neon blue, which totally bonkers. Dude, I like it. I like it. I'm going to get one of those flashlights, dude. Ten bucks on Amazon. Uh, no, no, you need something better than just a party black light. You need like the friend. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Like, long waves. Long way black light. But yeah, it, they they are so much fun to fuck around with. That's awesome, dude. I dig it. I mean, I got a ton of this stuff on my Instagram that you can go and take a look at the pictures even. I'll have to check it out. Like, it's not every rock that will even fluoresce with this. It's just certain gases that are trapped in rock that will fluoresce. And that's why I think there's a significance once Sasquatch gets involved with the rock. I think they're they're picking out the specific ones that will light up, not just, you know, the first rock they come across. It makes sense. I agree. Mm. Like I said, Let's I like do it. it, man. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought I'd call in and share my research findings and see what y'all think. I think you're on to something, dude. Keep going. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm with you. All right, you. guys, I'll let someone else call in, so... All right, brother. Take care. Stay safe. Stay weird. <laughs> you as well. You betcha. Appreciate you. Bye. That's some big time knowledge For sure, there. I'd never heard anything even. No, I never would even thought. We run around with a high end UV light, it, and it could open up so many different like. Waves of investigation, essentially. Um, is that real? Would that be relatively close to the the dude we was watching that time that had the goggles? Remember, you know what I'm talking about. You show me that oh, dude, uh, the guy on uh, yeah. TikTok, <clears throat> Dyson or whatever uh, museum. museum. Yeah, yes, that that's guy's it. wild. That's man. it. Yep. So what? Would that would that relatively be in the in the same realm, or is that a whole completely different? I don't know, because that guy is no like idea. talking about seeing people's auras and stuff with it. So I want I I don't know, man. I don't know. 
It would be cool to try out some of oh, those goggles, dude. though. We, right? almost, we almost bought a pair. Squatch goggles, man. Almost bought a pair. Uh, we should probably yeah, do dude. that. Buy the goggles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should also buy championship belts. Oh, that's true. I'm surprised you don't have those already, actually. Oh, yeah. Can't be, too. I don't know. Speed can't pull the trigger. I could totally get behind it. Maybe I'll just do it. Are they personalized? Will they say Hollow Sky on them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. And if we, like I told Kyle, if we go to conferences, we have to defend the titles. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You have to wear them to the conference. Oh, yes. I guess, I mean, I guess I could do it. And then if if we wear them, then that means we have to get Adidas tracks. Entrance music. With Hollow Sky embroidered in it. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll figure out the I'll have to hire my little brother to do the pyro. Yeah. Naturally. (laughs) Oh. Naturally. That that still blew my mind when you guys showed up at Van Meter. I was not expecting to see you dudes there. That was so cool. (laughs) (laughs) We tend to not tell people. Yeah, we just wing it. (laughs) Yeah. We just wing it. Where else did we see you? Crypticon? Yeah, because we did we did it we we did it a ton yeah, too. Crypticon as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we just tend to to show up places. We're kinda just never know fly by the us. seat of our pants kind of guys. Like, yeah. That too. That's a big part of it. Dude, if I get a U if I get a UV light and I go down to my parents' house and there's Bigfoot handprints all over their house, I'm gonna No, I'm gonna leave is what I'm gonna do. No, we're going to go find Bigfoot. Mm. Let's cover you in do. UV paint. <laughs> okay. I don't know, man. That sounds like a bad idea because the aliens go oh, after that real? shit, too. Fuck yeah. We were, what we do is the story on uh, Dulce out there. And I, I think they're pretty much doing the same thing he was talking about. Um, but they shined the back of cattle, and some of them oh, had UV marks that. on their back. Gross! Right? No. Yeah, yeah. What if it's just a Bigfoot yep. out there hand slapping the cattle, scaring them, leaving as you you? Be kind of funny. Yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> just just marking them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's yeah. I don't I don't know if I'm down for the whole cover me in UV and then. I get abducted because I'm not. I'm not trying to do but that. But if you do, you can do an episode from the UFO. Touché. That's that's good. I feel like Touché. that's good that's podcasting. Touché. That's good podcasting. Yeah, well, Makes good internet. Oh yeah, yeah. I will definitely live stream it on Instagram at the very least. <laughs> what in the world is going on? <laughs> the, the chat's getting a little a little wild here. Um, I thought I was trying to think of another Bigfoot experience I had. Oh, I did have one when I was, uh, I don't know if it's Bigfoot, but when I was camping with my youngest boy uh, in Missouri. Oh, yeah, you punched a Bigfoot. It's it's a lot like your story, actually. Um, So we were out camping at this secluded Boy Scout camp, and it was just tense. There wasn't hardly anything around for probably half a mile. But about 3 o'clock in the morning, I wake up from wood knocks. Uh-oh. Off. Pretty pretty far away, but it was enough to wake me up. So I'm like, well, that's weird. I just made note of it in my head. And then I fell back asleep. 
my uh, youngest boy loved Nutter Butters. So we had a oh, bag no. of Nutter Butters and they were sitting like next to the, like in the tent, but next to the tent wall. And I woke up with, I thought it was like a raccoon or a coyote or something, but I was half asleep and it was something trying to push through the tent wall to get to the Nutter Butters. So I did what any sane sleepy person would do. And I just went, just punched it, whatever it was. I don't know if it was a raccoon. I don't know if it was a Bigfoot. I don't know. I punched it and I don't even remember the sound of it moving away. Like I'm trying to rack my brain. Did it sound like a scurry? Did it sound like it was a 600 pound Mm. bipedal creature running away? But whatever it was, it was trying to get (laughs) Maddox's nutter butter to get jacked. (laughs) Like I, I, Bigfoot or raccoon. I didn't want it in the tent. So I just went smack. You punched a Bigfoot, man. Maybe. 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 Pretty gangster. All I know is that we had the nutter butters and it didn't. So I won't. Right. Dang. The... No, Virgil. We, there's no. There will be no insertion. Of Aliens already have a tracker in him. Not happen. That's probably true. Hmm? That's probably true. That's probably true. I wouldn't well, argue that. Well, they did until you washed it down the sink. Well, well, yeah. That's I don't know if I now they got roll the dice. I don't know if I punched a bigfoot or not. I punched some woodland animal that was trying to steal my kids' cookies in the middle of the night. So. It deserved I can't it, obviously. confirm that it was Bigfoot, but I can't deny it was Bigfoot. Can you say where the Bigfoot camp, or sorry, where the Boy Scout camp was? Uh, yeah, if I look it up. I'm just curious. Oh, man, it was. I think it was off of 44. So you think it would be a bad idea to trade food with Bigfoot? That's like a no-go. So not the leaving food for Bigfoot is a no-go. It's the when you stop doing it. That's when you, that's the thing. So it's like, I feel it's better never to start that because eventually you will stop for some reason. And then that's when the games begin and it just goes downhill. Maybe I'll buy some apples and start leaving them out at work. See if I can get anything. I like it. It's not my property. It was. I don't know exactly where it was, but it was on um, 44, kind of southwest of St. Louis. It gets kind okay. of uh, real foresty down that way, past Eureka yep. and Pacific. Yep. We were down there. Nice. Um, I don't remember the name of the Boy Scout camp, but there's a big camp down there, and it's pretty, pretty foresty. And. Um, the knocks were a ways off, but it was enough to wake me up. And um, it was classic. It was in series of threes. I probably heard it three times, three knocks of threes. I'm like, well, could I mean, we're at a Boy Scout camp. It could be just some kid fucking around. But, I mean, it also could be a nutter butter stealing Sasquatch. So, I don't know. I hope that's the real culprit there. Yeah. Makes for a way more entertaining story. <laughs> Nutter butters are delicious too. They are. They're my kids' favorite. I mean, I'm not saying they're like not. as a I as mean, a father. Logical. I had to protect his favorite cookies. You know. Yes. It's your it's yeah. your duty. It's my paternal instinct to fight Bigfoot for my kid. Punch him. Yep. That and the fact that it woke you up, which is just grounds yeah. for that type of stuff. It was weird. I figured it was either a raccoon or like a coyote or something, but it could have been a squatch. I don't know. I don't know what squatches eat. 
Maybe it's a steady diet of nutter butters. Sam Squanch, dude. I bet they would. I bet they would eat a nutter butter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do you think Sasquatch eat roadkill? I think they're a scavenger esque type of critter. Is this a taboo area to talk about Sasquatch eating? I have never garbage. Okay, so uh trying to think. So I have heard of sightings happen in um uh what's the word? What's the word? Um I'm drawing a blank on what it's called. Landfills. Yeah. Ah. Yes. Landfills the word. Thank you. <laughs> um, I have heard of sightings happening in landfills before. I want to say, I think it was Oklahoma. Uh, wasn't, I think that not a lot of details about it, but in regards to like dead stuff, I don't think I've ever heard of anything about like them eating roadkill or anything like that. Nothing that's come up to me so far. I was just curious as to whether or not they were uh, scavenger-esque. I've never never Um, heard of it. I was going to say no, because I originally felt like Bigfoot was far too sophisticated for that type of behavior. But then Jeremiah informed me that they eat from dumps. Well, so I said they were seen in dumps. Right. Which is weird because the second military call, he said that there was, they were in, there was a landfill in the area. Remember? Okay. He was talking. It wasn't too far from the landfill where they were doing their exercise. Interesting. Want to take a phone call? Sure. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, I just missed it. Son of a gun. Call back. Get him back here. I mean, Twiz, ha- Twiz has a point. They're Bigfoot. They can eat whatever they want. That's true. Not my nutter butter, so. Not going to stop them. Yeah. Sasquatch eat nukes. That's why aliens are seen around nuclear sites. They're just patrolling. I can't, I mean, I can't prove it wrong. I guess at this point, anything's possible. Hmm. Ah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which. We did we did a Bigfoot story where there was one oh, in a dumpster. Really? I forgot about that. Nice. Yeah. I forget a lot of stuff. Yeah, well there's so much that we cover that get a little a little forgetful yeah. at times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Call back Utah or Texas. Either <laughs> one Ooh, that's a really good question in the chat. Where it's like, what if a Sasquatch eats a deer with chronic wasting disease? That's a really uh, good. That's like the start of a zombie movie in a way, dude. Oh man, um, that would be. Hey, Utah's calling back. Hey, welcome to night shift. What's going on? Hey, there's a streamer Kyle. This is Kyle. What's going on? It's Paco. Hey, hey what's up? Hey, I just want to tell you guys thanks for the the stickers. 
It's Wednesday night, bro. And, and uh, I didn't I didn't catch the whole night shift tonight, but I got a glimpse of it, and it was about Bigfoot, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so I was the one that called in uh two weeks ago about uh the last round of Bigfoot, and uh, did you guys get a chance to look at that? Uh, that oh, video? No, I did not. It slipped my mind. Well, this goes out to the Holocaust. So, uh, it's the. Oh, geez. I'm embarrassing myself. It's the Hidden World, is, it, is the episode. And the time, the time lapse, when you find the UFO, UFOs, I, I guess you could say, is 39 seconds and or 39 minutes in and like 40, 40 seconds in. Write that down. That goes out of the hall. Yeah, 39, 39 minutes in to about 40 minutes in. You gotta you gotta look at it on a big screen TV. But um when it comes to we've all felt those those weird uh, I guess I can't say we all, but when it comes to myself and feeling normal in the woods in, in the woods and feeling uh not normal in the woods i've only felt one time in my life and that was when me and my buddy uh so i went on this this quest to you know how you know how time has been lately, where you just you're overwhelmed with life lately, and you you kind of gotta rejuvenate yourself. And the only the only way I've been able to do that lately is uh, is trees and, and bushes and hiking and stuff. And anyways, I I pushed out. I said. I'm gonna do this. I had this. I had this adventure in mind where I was gonna do it by myself. It was about seven miles in, seven miles out, and I was gonna do it by myself. But I decided to have my best friend Tanner come with me. And uh, anyways, our first night, our first night in. He had a, he had his his uh his Labrador slash I, I German wire with me. Excuse me, I've been drinking a little bit too much tonight, but it's it's all heartfelt. It's all heart all heartfelt, and I was sleeping just fine. I'm a little bit deaf from my. Uh, my work. 
I can't hear really well. We pitched up, we pitched up hammocks two day, two nights in, and we were sleeping in the bottom of this canyon. And his dog, just this pup, he started going off. That's what woke me up at first, and I was like, "Is a squirrel? What is it?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's it's probably just a squirrel." And It was like the third or fourth time I was like, dude, come on. He's like, I've been up this whole time. And he he's a straightforward kid. Like he 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 knows his shit, you know, like that's that's the reason why I told him to come along with me. Is he's he's good with his navigation. I I I, I went on this quest just just you know as a heartfelt mission to find myself and and shit, you know. Um it was like, no dude. But about the fourth time before his dog even barked, he says, Hey called him. And then that's what they would that's that's what I go by is called him, but a lot of people call me Paco, but he says, Hey, I just heard, I just heard something huff behind your, behind behind your hammock. And I'm 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 pretty deaf, like I said. And that's when I that's when I was on high alert. But anyways, yeah, it was, it was pretty intense. We're in the middle of Utah, and can't say what it was or what it wasn't. But man, I tell you what, if you wanna, if you wanna. If you need to heal yourself, just just try it. And go on on a fucking attempt in the woods by yourself. You know, and I I pushed out. I I, I think I'm I'm gonna go in the next couple of weeks. But well, make sure you stay safe out there. Absolutely. Well, I. Don't don't drink so much when you're wandering out in the woods. Yeah, safety first. Oh, that 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 that's the last thing I do is drink so much. That's the only place I can find myself sober is when I'm in the woods. Well, you make sure you take care of yourself, man. Hey, I'm sorry for calling in and being one of those weirdos calling for your. Uh, your shows. I didn't think you'd pick up. So. No, you're good, good brother. You just, you just, man, you just make sure you Absolutely. take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to hear about the feedback from my my homeboys. This is that blue collar crew from Utah. Yeah, yeah. Right we on, saw brother. the pictures of all the uh, welding masks with the hollow, uh, yeah, hollow swag on it. Yeah, uh, we, we we're checking along, Hell bro. Yeah. So awesome. All right, man. You guys keep up what you do and appreciate it. Stay safe, brother. Thanks, dude. All right. I mean, dude, real talk. (laughs) Yeah. 
Real. Just uh, take care of yourself, talk. brother. Real talk. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we're gonna be able to top that one. No, no, I don't. I don't think so either. And we're oh, about yeah. two, I didn't two hours in. That, that I far. didn't either. Uh, but yes, we are going to wrap it up there. Uh, I hope Paco's morning isn't gonna be rough <laughs> tomorrow. But it's not sounding. It's not sounding promising. Oh uh, yeah. Jeremiah, let everybody know where they can find all of your content and your research, my friend. Heck yes. If you like uh, listening to Bigfoot encounters, I talk to witnesses, they share their stories, all that good stuff. You can go to BigfootSocietyPodcast.com or you can search for Bigfoot Society on any major podcast platform and uh, YouTube Bigfoot Society. Make sure you subscribe we're going to the moon, and it's just a good time. If you guys have any uh, Bigfoot encounters you want to share, of course, call in to Night Shift first, 100%. <laughs> Make sure the boys get it first. But then, you know, maybe I have my email right there or right there. You could check out too. But call in to the boys first every time. Look at that. Out there putting on for the right. for the dudes, the hollow boys. Love it. I appreciate Love it. that. Yes, go check him out. Hollow Colt, show that. the love. He's he's grinding. He's putting in the work. Mm. He's out. I mean, he's out oh, looking yeah. for Bigfoot. Boots on the We're ground. Doing it, dude. Doing Bigfoot it. society boots on the ground. But thanks for hanging out with us. Again, support all of our content creator friends. Everybody in the chat, go help people that are out here trying to get the weird out and um until we meet again stay safe stay weird check out the bigfoot society and everybody send good vibes paco's way because it's yeah you don't have any good morning morning. be safe (laughs) thanks hollow pals thank you my friend